Uh, yeah, so the the big like needle gun, the needler, if you will, <laughs> the needler, the needler, the AP needler, yeah, yeah, the AP needler, <laughs> <laughs> or you know the needler from uh, from Halo, yeah, I was or you know the that. the needler from uh, Undergrads, or you know the needler <laughs> from from Batman, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the needler. Did somebody say that apple a day keeps the doctor away? <laughs> Ooh, bats, I am the needler, and I have a point to make. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god. <sighs> needler. Reboot. What's a gnat? You're prepared for a giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe? I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> How do you plan for that? Is this still happening? Salivations, ex-humans! Thank you for coming to another wonderful episode and finale of Season 2 alphanumeric podcast the podcast where we review every single episode of the 90s tv show reboot i am one of your hosts neocal and i am joined by another host ap snidler how's it going it's going pretty well salivations salivations everyone and we are joined by a very special guest host today, Christopher Siege. Situations, listeners, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Is your guardian key tool up to uh, up to code? Uh, my key tool was fine. The problem was last week I couldn't get Bob's car to start. Damn it! Uh, so, uh, it's, it's, a it's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, two six two. You know what else is a classic? This episode. Oh, yes. Web World Wars. Try to say that three times fast. Worldwide Web Wars. Nailed it. First try. <laughs> web World. Web wide World of Web Wars web... sports. Damn it. I can't... See, now I can't even say it. Wide, wide World of Web Wars. There you go. I, I feel like Sniddler's much better at I'm, I'm trying. twisters. <laughs> uh, I'll be holy shit, Christmas. a lot happens in this one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this, uh, quite yeah, the episode. This came out February first in Canada, nineteen ninety six, and um, just over twenty five years ago. Yeah. You're a child watching this shit. Uh, prepare to get scarred for life. Yeah, the stakes have never been higher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to hell with being a child. There, there may be a. Uh, at least one or two moments in this episode where uh, I teared up a little bit earlier watching it. Yep. This is serious. Holy yeah. shit, man. Th so world web, damn it. Web world <laughs> wars is a direct continuation of trust. No one, um, which is a direct continuation of gigabyte, which is a direct continuation of <laughs> Nozilla. Like this is all just which one is... long. Yeah. Like, continuous um, story one big story arc yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not really like oh it's a new episode maybe it's a week has gone by or a month or something on show like they've been new. directly leading to each other yeah um and they've been good 
And uh, we start this episode where we left off with Trust No One with a gigantic, like, hellscape, like, bubble floating in the sky twice as big as mainframe. Yeah. Yeah, it, Portal, it's, the, it's pretty yeah. epic looking. Yeah. It's, and it, it's scary. Like, it's like a kaleidoscope of the web, which, right. as, as we've learned on the show, is basically the dark dimension. Bad shit comes out of the web. Mm-hmm. Much like real life. Yeah. Yep. I was actually, um, uh, I've said on the show before that I'm like, I, I've said on the show a few times, like, uh, like I don't understand what the difference between the web and the net is. Today I decided to actually read about it, so now I know. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at you. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I'm actually starting to put some work into this. What the fuck? Get out of here. Doing some research for the show. Come See that's back. what I was that's what I was doing last week when I couldn't get uh, Bob's car to start. I went to the library to read up all the the history books of mainframe, the historical records, if you will. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Taking one of uh, Bob's TED talks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sirry, Bob. Yes, sirry, Bob. So the episode starts with um, a bunch of people being evacuated. Bunch of binomes, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yep. Bunch of binomes. We got we got Elvis and uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones and in, Indiana binomes. Yeah. Very, very Indiana, tall girl with Indiana hair. binome. There we go. There we go. We got it, folks. <laughs> Work in progress. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, or a whole bunch of folks. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, the Linux penguin. Yes. Oh wait, sorry. The the Feather- Wallace and Gromit. Feather the girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Get it right. <laughs> and we're met with um what appears Kicked to off be the the Wallace and Gromit podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and landed on this one. That's what this is your punishment. <laughs> you come to this when uh when you're kicked off your, your other more successful podcast. <laughs> um yeah. so we got like little tiny kind of like cuttlefish, like web creatures that are mm. just kind of like probing. They're kind of just like touching things and like looking around. They're not really doing anything much. Yeah. And everybody's like holding, like they're not in- engaging. But there's a whole bunch of the um, um, CPUs <clears throat> like in their little like uh, squad cars. Like on standby, essentially. Yeah. Attack mm-hmm. formation, kind of. Yeah. But they're waiting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Cheers. we're we're in a board, a boardroom with a whole bunch of um, like ponytail binomes. I guess that's the only haircut you can have when you're a strategist. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're all like kind of like one of those um, old, like timey, like you know, European battlefield war. They all got like those little po- pokers that you like mm. push and move pieces around to to show where you want you know, like your armies to like move. But they're it's just a flat like picture of mainframe, which is funny. The, the war table. The war table. Yes, I believe that's actually what they're called. Probably. I, I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. The war room. And even Megabyte is, uh, he's chilling, getting things ready. Some sort of like weird battery. Mm. It is indeed called a war table. 
So yeah, everybody's uh, getting ready for some serious shit. Some serious web shit. Yep. What scramble, we scramble. What's he? Yep. What's he putting? What's he putting together? He's got a um, some kind of gigantic. Looks like a a giant laser, syringe or something. Laser syringe thing. Yeah. Yeah, megabytes up to something. Yeah. Yeah. So now we got alarm bells going off, and all the uh, CPUs are uh, scramble. scrambling. Scramble, scramble. The, They're the, just they they take to the skies. Down. Yeah. So so many in various different formations. So many or a, a collection of like various uh 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 what would you call them squadrons? Yeah, sure. Or CP, yeah. yeah, CPUs flying units. in, in form, yeah. units. Yeah, flying in formation. And, um, and uh, one the of them, of the, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, one of them is talking to to Bob on through Glitch. Uh, I would like to point out that this guy is voiced by Gary Chalk, the voice of Optimus Primal. Oh, does mm. does does a lot of voices in this show, but this one is the this one sounds the most like his just his regular voice. Huh. Oh, cool. Good to know. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> hey. That's not Gary Chalk. <laughs> no, that is not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so Optimus Primal is just like uh, basically like yeah, we're we're in formation and uh, um, web creatures are coming through the portal and uh, Bob is like, oh, how Probes. how are the, yeah 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 how are the how are the troops uh, how are the troops holding up and Optimus is like, oh, they're getting nervous, sir. And uh, trigger fingers are getting itchy. Yeah. 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 And uh, Bob's just like, well, tell those guys to to hold on because uh, we 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 gotta wait until the the actual shit starts going down. And when that does, they'll have plenty to shoot at. Yeah. So the probes, I guess, yeah. are just like little like creatures that come out and gauge how dangerous things are. Maybe they're just wild. Like this isn't an organized effort. This is just a like, random bubble into the wild, right? Right. Like, like they feel more like yeah. wild creatures. Yeah, they're like small yeah. little little creatures just coming through and testing the waters, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, Bob messages Megabyte, and he's like, "How's that? How's that thing we need coming along?" Yeah. And Megabyte God, is like, Guardian. Well, I, I would. I would suggest <laughs> you come to the Silicon Tour. Guardian, I would suggest you come to the Silicon oh, Tour. No. That's what you sounded like at first. <laughs> Guardian. Guardian, I would suggest you come to the Silicon Tour. <laughs> we have a small problem. Get down here. Do it. Do it now. Do um, it. Bring your toys over no. to the carpet. <laughs> bring your toys over to the carpet. Okay. <laughs> We've suggested, subject, bleh, subjected the <laughs> listeners to enough of Arnold for one. For, for at least the next 10 minutes. Shut okay. up! <laughs> now! Get down! Put that down! Okay. The <laughs> bridge <done>. is out! <laughs> okay, so, we got, so we're down at Silicon Tour. I'm here! Kill me! <laughs> Do it! Do it now! <laughs> Do it now! Okay, okay, we're done. <laughs> um, excuse me. Don't disturb my friend here. He's dead tired. Excuse me. <laughs> So we're at the Silicon Tour with Arnold and 
<laughs> the gang. <laughs> With Arnold and Fong. And Fong is in a vid window. With John Matrix, who just yeah. wants to save his daughter. God damn it. <laughs> and uh, Fong is like... Fucking commando. Uh, Amazing. He's all, he's it is. All... <laughs> So what is what is Fong? Fong's kind of like I don't want to work with Megabyte. Fuck him. He's up to something. Yeah. Yeah. I re- I yeah, refuse. He's kind of just being a snobby little little brat about it. Apparently. Fong yeah. Gets, first uh, bitch. Yeah. How, how dare he be suspicious that Megabyte has ulterior motives? Oh, right. Oh. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Give the guy a chance. He cares about mainframe just like anyone else. Sure. Chop. Charming. Sure. Charming. <laughs> yeah, and Bob is all and like, just, look, 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 Fong, sit down, shut up, and just cooperate. God damn it. Yeah. We, we need Megabyte's help. Uh-huh. And, then Fong, and it looks like Fong is about to lip him off right as the vid window closes. So it's kind of, I, I, it always makes me laugh. Yeah. He like uh, tilts his head back and forth in like kind of a sassy manner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. Bob goes, how's the power source? Oh, she's the same as always. Oh, yeah, she's the same as always. And then we find out that the power source is indeed hexadecimal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. How about that? Bob makes a point of, uh, like, a little dialogue cue here. Uh, Bob makes a point of mentioning that uh, she's your sister. Which yeah. I feel like is just to remind the viewers that that's a revelation that's happened recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it? Gigabyte uh, revealed uh, that. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, Nullzilla. Yeah, was... Nullzilla, right? Yes, yes, yes. She revealed right. at no. least to the viewer, not necessarily. Yeah, because she was like, "Oh, he was bo- he was the one with the power," and no, he was the one with the the brains and I was the one with the power. No, I think yeah. that was in Gigabyte because it was after um uh Bob was driving her away in his car after she uh the nulls had left her and then um uh Venom Bite shows up. Yeah, uh, I just meant it was hinted in in Nulls, oh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Kind of yeah. you kind of remember that? Cuz she was like, "Oh, all he had to do was ask. I'm the one that was born with the power and he was the one born with the the brains or something." Perhaps. 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 So basically, all of this is Mike's fault. Michael the television. <laughs> yep. Michael the television. Fuck. Opened Man. a portal to the fucking wind opera. And started this whole thing. The fat lady sang. So now yeah. it's all over. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and now um. we're stuck in a situation where viruses and sprites have to work together. Which what could go seems, wrong? Yeah, it seems like a oh wow, everyone's working together, but mm, I don't yeah. know, man. I actually really and like it, that. It's it, it's so, interesting because at this point you're kind of going like oh, something's fishy here, but I guess they're working together, so it's okay. Because you you know the, even the viewers kind of like uh, I don't know. This is interesting. Mm. No one really knows what's going to happen, but we will see. Mm. No one 
nose. <laughs> wow, queens of the fucking Stone Age. Uh, yep. Who would have thought? <laughs> hey, I like that song. So do I. I feel like we've yeah. talked about that at least I'm once sh- before. I'm sure we have. Um, mm. So a Bob is all like to Megabyte, uh, you do your part and we'll do our part. I've got stuff to do. I, I like how he like is literally like, I got to go. I got things to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Bob, Bob's kind of, he, he's pretty much he's the a, boss in this episode. Or at least everybody looks to him like the boss. You know, like uh, he's kind of the chief of the of the military in mainframe. Well, he's something. the guardian, so well, yeah. I, I would ho- I would hope everyone would uh, uh, take his lead. Everybody looks to looks to Dot really for some form of well, leadership. I, that's and Bob, I like Bob's this always kind Bob of been fucking like, owns it. He's on top yeah. of it. Like I'm amazed. Yeah, ab- absolutely. This is my favorite. Like holy shit. Okay, Bob is so Bob he's not is just comedy relief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christopher, you were saying that you like that everyone in mainframe is working together. Yeah. So I like the the idea that, um, and I generally not even just limited to reboot, but uh, in uh, fiction in general, I, I tend to like it when like the like so called like good and bad characters have to work together for a common goal mm. because it feels it feels very it feels realistic to me right in a way because it's like if you think about your day-to-day life like there are people you don't like like obviously we don't all have like straight on like adversaries but we all have people (laughs) we we and you're all cal's all like speak for yourself (laughs) (laughs) as i sharpen a blade off screen (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> uh, but we all have people we don't like, we don't get along with, or we're at odds with over mm. this, that, or the other thing. But there are often times where we have to cooperate with those people yeah. to accomplish yeah. a common goal or a something bigger than us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I like it when uh, the good guys and the bad guys have to work together. Of course, the bad guys always double cross the good guys, just like in real life. What? 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Usually, I'm the one double crossing the person that I have to work with. But there you go. <laughs> oh, so you're a bad so I guess, guy. So it I guess was I'm all the bad part guy. of my plan. <laughs> and then I pull off my face mask and reveal myself to be the demon Gorgoroth. Christopher Liege. <laughs> His Liege. evil twin. Wow. Wow. I pull I pull off a face uh, like a rubber like Mission Impossible like face mask and reveal <laughs> my face, which is just my face now, but with a goatee. Exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. Don't you have a goatee? Cri- Christopher Liege of <laughs> the Terran Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Terran Empire. Uh, for the Emperor. <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> that was Liege. <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> that was a Star Trek reference. I just made the mirror to the mirror universe. It's where the eat goatees are everybody's evil uh twin came from. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember watching uh there was an episode of South Park a while ago. Oh yes. Years ago. 
I can't even remember what the episode was about, but there, I think there was like an alternate version of Cartman that was nice. But he's good. Yeah. But he's good. And he had a goatee. And like, I don't watch South Park regularly, but I was at a friend's house and it came on and they were watching it because they were watching it. And uh, I was just like, I burst out into laughter about that. And they're like, what? And I was like, it's a Star Trek joke. And they're like, really? What is? And I'm like, there's a, there's a, there's a double of Cartman who is the like exact opposite of him in terms of personality. And he has a goatee. It's a Star Trek joke. It's a reference to the mirror universe. Yeah. And, and yeah. they're like, they're like, what really? Even as a child, <laughs> even though I didn't know the reference, because this is long before us, like a, it's an original series uh, reference. Yeah. An episode for, of t- television from 1966 listeners. You think this show is old, <laughs> uh, but, that's so uh, prominent in pop culture that I feel like everybody knows it, even if they might not know where it's from. Right? Like, oh, the reverse, the the, the evil version of you always has a goatee. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, in the episode, in the episode, like, it, it isn't even that everyone has goatees. It's just Spock. It's just Spock, yeah. <laughs> but it, hilariously, the camera when the when the crew of the the Enterprise or when the away team from the Enterprise uh, beams aboard the mirror accidentally beams aboard the mirror Enterprise, and they see um, they see Spock with the goatee. They immediately know something's wrong, and the camera <laughs> actually like zooms in on Spock's face with the goatee, and the music <laughs> is all like din, 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 and cuts to commercial. <laughs> Just in case you uh, <laughs> forgot that Spock does indeed not have a goatee. No. Yeah. Never mind yeah. the fact that they're wearing completely different uniforms and no. <laughs> behaving differently. And no, no, no. It's the goatee themselves. That's not enough. <laughs> you see, you need to choice. make it obvious for people. Right. You need to spoon yeah. feed the audience, otherwise they won't understand your genius. Exactly. True. Speaking of genius, um, Megabyte kind of like says goodbye to Bob after you said he's like, I got things to do. And he's like, I trust you heard all of that. And Hexadecimal's mask just floats into place. And then like she like her body forms out of like thin air. Materializes. So she can just float around as a mask. Pretty cool. People. I dig it. I wish I had that power. And she (laughs) float around as just your face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that'd be horrifying <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be a very especially strange way to shit out of introduce yourself especially my face <laughs> just yeah oh man can you imagine hey guys hexadecimal says stuff of uh, nightmares <laughs> yeah christopher's face by itself oh god <laughs> um, christopher's face in general oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> But yeah, Hex says, uh, I love the way you and Bob work together. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Christopher was mentioning that. He he digs it too. And uh, she hints as to some sort of nefarious plot, because she says, it'll be a shame to split up such a winning team. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you don't have to help, lady. So I have yeah. problems yeah, with no this. Um, should I talk yeah, about uh, it now, or should I talk about it later? Uh, no. Make a note of it. Okay. And we'll talk about it <laughs> later because I Wait, when the actual thing happens. Okay, I'll I'm bring a... it up then because I have problems with this. I have problems with it, and it just goes to show that they are villains of the show because I 
I'm so fun. I'm pretty angry. If a villain can make you angry, mm. it means that they're a good villain. Yep. And yeah. for the first time in the entirety of the show, I'm fucking pissed, man. I'm yeah. I'm so pissed. <laughs> but we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> Alrighty. And Megabyte's all like, you remember the plan. And she goes, mm-hmm. which one? You know, there seem to be several. <laughs> oh. Made me laugh. Yes. And then she's all like something along the lines of like, oh, there's my new toy. And she floats up over to this Ooh, like big like cannon looking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we cut to Mouse like sharpening her katana like the fucking hot badass bitch that she is. It's yep. true. She's not using a whetstone, right? But whatever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was like, that's not. I was like, she is ruining that blade. <laughs> I. Yeah, it- didn't bothers me. I, I had no idea. <laughs> As someone who sharpens blades quite a bit, she like her 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 force is on the the side of the blade. Yeah, and she's 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 moving it from like it almost seems like she's sharpening the um the uh, the flat edge, which is yeah odd. Do you know what I mean? She's just running it from yeah. base to to end, and I'm like, why her, her pressure is on the the flat side? That that's weird. Yeah. Ugh. Terrible. Very strange. Oh, she's moving outwards. She's moving. Yeah, that's that's weird. All I was looking at in this shot was those thighs, those biceps, and that hair. Fair. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it is a distraction. Yeah, and she's she's talking to someone off screen, (laughs) and she's like, "I don't like working with the viruses, honey." And we hear Dot's voice, and she's like, "Look, I feel the same way you do." And you can just see she's in a change room or something like that. Yeah. And she's yeah. wearing like combat boots and like um like army it's getting strapped or something, into something like that. Yeah, yeah, we don't see her quite yet. And she's like, We all got a part to play. Hexadecimal's <laughs> going to power it. Um Bob's gonna be badass. And then you and I are gonna fight to the death like Highlander <laughs> and, and decide who gets to finally fuck Bob. You got a problem with that? <laughs> No, nope. she she says um, Mouse has to hack the codes. And, dot, the and, and Mouse is just like, no, Sugar, in fact, that turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> right before the vi- That's some Conan the Barbarian shit. There's nothing like, you know, claiming victory sex after you've just killed someone. Yeah. It yep. makes you truly feel alive. Not that I know. Not that I. I, I know what I'm. I know anything about that. <laughs> not that Cal speaking that from I've experience ever... here. Yeah. No, no. I. I am just. I'm just assuming. You know. <laughs> yeah. So basically, she's like, "No, they have to help us because if we lose, they lose. They're part of mainframe too." And she comes out yeah. with um a smart like an like an alien franchise like a giant smart this, gun. Massive Freudian cannon. Yeah. Yeah, the thing's massive. Yeah. It's attached to her because she's got some sort of like support vest on. That's what made me think of like Alien, like the smart guns. Yeah. But way bigger. And she's like, what do you think? Does it make me look too butch? And she's holding it up and it's like angled from between her legs. And I'm like, nice. (laughs) That's nope. that's some that's some big dick energy Dot's got going like, on in this scene. 
<laughs> she's Dr. like, is, am I too butch? And Mouse is like, nah. <laughs> she, well, she pretends she's not turned on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, no, yeah, just, 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 just the right amount of butch. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, listen, while I'm working with Megabyte, I'm doing the hacking. Can you please watch my back? And yeah. she's like, what do you think this is for? And cocks it. <laughs> she cocks the thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'll be right behind you with this thing, <laughs> darling. <laughs> so we got uh, one girl with like a, a very long sword, and we got another lady with a really girthy and long gun. <laughs> and Bob with the wrist weapon. <laughs> so this show kind of tosses those gender those gender stereotypes out there you know what i mean it's not like a yeah. huge muscly like man like I, i'm pretty sure like mouse is like has bigger <laughs> biceps than bob i've mentioned that before yeah it's uh it's these women that are doing the 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 fighting yeah so i i feel like this show's pretty good about that that stuff i, I dig it that's what i'm saying yeah yeah of course, then there's next season where it absolutely gives into every stereotype possible, but uh, and gender expectation possible. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. In the meantime, Bob is potentially getting pegged tonight. Tonight, <laughs> by at least one of these these fine ladies. You know what? I, I was thinking that for like the last five minutes, and I said, "You're like shit." And you're you're like, I'm, I'm "Do I say anything?" If... Yeah. I was like, "No, I, I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't." Oh, uh, come on! That's what the listeners are here for, right? That's right. They're here to uh, eat ass and chew bubble gum. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we got uh, and they're all out of strap-ons. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, Andrea and Enzo sharing a moment before things get crazy. She she mentions that it's sad that something so beautiful is so dangerous. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The portal to hell? <laughs> you're from whatever game you're from. That that's weird. <laughs> that that hurts. It, it kind of is uncomfortable for me to look at. Actually, I really I actually kind of like yeah. it. I I don't. I don't like it. It it's rhythmic, right? Like the, right. it all it reminds me of a late '90s screensaver. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I I see it. But uh, it's it's eerie. I I don't like like masses of like tentacles like swirling around. I, think I don't want to go just in like, there. I think I mostly just like the colors. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. I like the uh, the color of the sky in mainframe right now too. It's like black, but with like um, we're kind of seeing like the the like circuit board pattern highlight of the sky highlighted in gold. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Oh it's yeah, yeah, just the 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 pattern of it. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no there's no blue coming from it anymore. It's kind of just like you said. It's it's all dark, and the web itself is what's lighting mainframe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and the yeah. Yeah, and the the sky in mainframe always kind of has that like circuit board pattern, but it's usually yeah. it's usually like kind of hard to see because the the sky is like blue with like clouds, clouds and whatnot. Yeah, but so it's it, there. 
It seems like Enzo is going to admit that he's not a guardian. I mean, let's be real. Andrea probably knows this. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> would say think? 100% she knows. But she's humoring yeah. him, right? Basically. I, uh, not to get too far ahead, but like I feel like there's a moment at some point in the show where Andrea confesses that she always knew. Oh, yeah, I guess we'll get get to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure, but like I feel like there is some time yeah, where she says uh, that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But in this scene, right before um, Enzo confesses, Bob interrupts and he says, Cadet Matrix. Why aren't you in uniform? This is rad. I love this. So do I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, like kind of, man, he's got Enzo's back. Enzo's been such a shit. (laughs) Right. But he's just a kid, right? He's never been malicious. He's been a thorn. I think we can all agree (laughs) that Enzo's been more uh he's helped here and there though i think in this in this season he's done more to help than just be the obnoxious child that he normally is like in season one Mm. i i think like uh especially in andrea where the game lands on him absolutely yeah yeah and so he um i think he's kind of shown bob sorry yeah, you know what? Let's finish this scene first because I have more to say on it. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, yeah cool. I, I think I think there's just uh, he's kind of I guess in a way proven himself worthy, but like uh, more potentially. He's doing a good job. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. this is pretty huge. What's about to happen? It's taken two seasons, but he he's shown that he's like. It's not necessarily that he's competent. It's that he wants to be competent yeah and as somebody who grew up with a lot of incompetence all throughout like man even throughout (laughs) my 20s um, yeah when you meet a young oh oh i'm surrounded by it every day oh oh yeah (laughs) when you meet a young person (laughs) we work at the same place (laughs) yeah and you run into people who make excuses and they do this and blah 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 and it's like don't you want to be competent Whereas I feel like a lot of 10, 11, 12-year-olds, absolutely, they're like 10, 20 years from wanting to be competent. So yeah. the simple fact he wants to lends a lot to the character. I, th- I feel like he's changed a lot. Oh, Probably the most, subtly, I mean, changed the most on the show. He's grown, definitely. His yeah, you think so? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, I think uh, like the entire... Uh, main cast of the show like has kind of grown especially this season Mm. yeah i'm with you on that yeah maybe not fong fong's kind of stayed the same but you know he's an old Uh, man wise old old sprite yeah yeah Yeah. not really much room for growth there anymore he's in his twilight years he's retiring (laughs) soon yeah yeah give me a break I have been here for 100 cycles. <laughs> or however long that is. Yeah, so sorry. 100, I... 100, 100 minutes. Yeah. Hey, man, I, that's like... <laughs> I think it's pretty sad for a grown man to be wearing a Pusheen stuffy <laughs> on his jacket. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the listeners are probably just like, what? Uh, for the um, listeners, to, to quickly summarize, uh, today, just before recording, uh, I, I have a small, like, uh, pusheen with, like, a pizza slice uh, that I hang off of my jacket. 
Um, and uh, incidentally, I also have a little pin of Cheetor on my jacket as well. Um, but I had this old lady come up to me and she was just like, oh, that basically like, oh, that's really cute. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, oh, I think it. And then she was followed it up with, I think it's pretty sad for a grown man to be wearing that. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then, and she then just, that was that. And she went her uh, about her own business. No, no? she kept. Hmm. No, she she kept going on. <laughs> Blimey, go on. Yeah, she's just like, well, what? Uh, why are you wearing? Like, what is that? Why are you wearing that? I'm just like, well, it's a cute cartoon cat from the internet. I would have just said. I don't because... think you should. I don't think you should be wearing something like that. And I'm like, well, I didn't really ask you, wow. so I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. This was literally just while I was standing at a crosswalk waiting to cross the street. Nice. I don't think you should be wearing something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Huh. This is the generation that taught us to mind our own business. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, good fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. man the, Oh, <sighs> hypocrisy of older yeah, people. Yeah. So I never even thought about that. Bored. So uh, not I that uh, not that she'll ever listen to this because I'm sure she has no idea what a podcast even is. But you know what? Fuck you, old lady. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> how about that, Snidler? Hmm. How about, how about that? what? How about how about that? Yeah. How about that? How about that? I how bad is it for earlier? Is it very <laughs> is it bad? Very bad. Um, <laughs> I said to Christopher uh, when he told me the story earlier, I was like, "You have like the patience of a saint." When people confront me in public, yeah. holy shit, I have no shame. I have no shame. I will. I will argue with somebody loudly in the street if you start shit with me. But yeah. What do you I'm argue? That's better. I'm saying Christopher did the the better thing, but just, oh, I, I, wow. I probably would have said something snarky like, uh, "Well, I'm obviously wearing it because I couldn't wait to hear your take on it." <laughs> oh, there, <laughs> there you go. go. <laughs> you know, just made that up. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Mic Boom. drop. Right off. Take walk that. Away. Be still, yeah. my binomes of war. Okay. Peace. Just, just, just Be walk still. away. Be still, my just binomes of war. Just walk away. I yeah, I, I don't have. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That's <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think it, if it had been like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think if it had been like a young dude or something who had said that to me, I would have been like, "Well, fuck you, man." Yeah, but because I was an old, because it was an old lady, I was just kind of like, "See, there, whatever. you were relatively nice because <laughs> you know you're dealing with an elder, and that's." You know, that that is okay. There you go. See, that was perfectly respectful. She's from the generation that didn't respect her elders, but tried to teach us that we need to respect <laughs> our elders. Yeah. <sighs> I don't buy into any of that bullshit, but no. I do, I don't think uh and uh to 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 get a little real here. I don't think like I don't tend to have any real like inherent respect for people just because I'm told I should. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter who it is. And that extends to like, you know, the elderly. Like I'm not just going to <laughs> automatically respect an old person just because they uh were 
unfortunate enough to have been born like 50 years before me. Like, well, I think no, everybody. I don't gi- I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck. I think it's important to treat everybody with a modicum of respect that as, yes. as a fellow human being to an extent. Yes. And I, I I agree with you there. When when you when you when you push someone, you you're taking the gloves off. You're you're asking for it. Yeah. Just saying. I've also never respected authority very much. Which is fine. <laughs> Watch out, we got a badass over here. Oh jeez. And still don't really. And that extends to just about every authority figure in my life, and that's all I'm going to say on that right on that subject. There we go. And you know there who you else have it, mainframe. respect authority? Enzo! Oh wait, no, no, yes he does. Well, yeah, speaking of respecting authority, Bob is doing a thing with This Enzo's is really important icon. and cool. Very yeah. important and very cool. Due to the current crisis we're all facing, I am invoking emergency code 9510. Yep. Which, essentially, the, the, the summary... is um he seems takes his icon right and this is curious here he takes his own Mm. there's some energy like transferred between them and he says command line icon download guardian protocol to version 1.0 i think the military equivalent to this would be a field commission yeah Uh, okay Yeah, And when uh, he says Enzo Matrix, there's a huge responsibility in taking the Guardian badge of office. Do you accept? And he stares at Andre and he's like, yes, sir. Andre kind of like gives him a nod like, yeah, you know you want this. By the power invested in me, I give you a field commission as Guardian. Oh, there you go. Field commission. Yeah. And uh, he attaches it to his chest. Not, not his hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and it's gold and black, and yeah. he double taps it, and he's got a fucking guardian. Reboots, reboots into a guardian. A boot. This is rad. He he's got yeah. the yo-yo on his belt still. Man, I don't know if you noticed. No, I know. Oh, he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's useful. It's a tactical. Yeah, it's a tactical. It's a tactical. Man, yeah. I, this is this is kind of this is, this is a slightly tear jerking moment. Same for me. I found this really heartwarming and sweet. Like yeah. if you're the kind of person that can get lost in in a story and like put yourself in there, that's especially if you know what's gonna happen and what's what this episode yeah. is. It's yeah. kind of like makes it more touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even Bob says, uh, uh, "Bob is like, <laughs> yeah, after this, you'll be transferred to the supercomputer to attend the academy, but in the yeah. meantime." Uh, if anything happens to me, you're in charge of mainframe, protecting mainframe. So, yeah. I, Bob, I know you'll make me yeah. proud. Yeah, I, I just thought this was super cool. Yeah, Bob obviously knows something is bound to go wrong, and because well, he knows how with... dangerous this shit is. Well, yeah, and he's the only one there that has this kind of authority, and so if there's somebody that can take his place, and Enzo seems to be the one who was shown himself to be competent enough see it like if anything goes wrong with with bob so well, who bob, else is it know, gonna be mike yeah <laughs> michael <laughs> television michael the so television is a guardian. guardian mike and so, um little i'm yeah, gonna no so, sorry i was i've been 
antsy about something. I'll let you finish. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay, this really pisses me off. The Guardian Academy, or whatever that shadowy board of figures was, with Turbo and the other, um, the three other, like, higher-up Guardians, right. they put the bomb on that device, communication device that Mouse had. Sorry if I'm raising my voice. I'm actually pretty fucking pissed about this. They gave her that as a fail-safe so that when she got visual confirmation, they could ignite this, like, hydrogen, like, digital bomb, right? And take out all of mainframe, right? That bomb exploding in the air was Bob trying to save mainframe, and he did, but that's what opened up the crazy amount of tears. Mm. And then the web creature that they wanted to take out with the explosion hit those that huge giant mass of tears and opened this portal. So the guardians themselves fucking did this and I'm really pissed off about it. Yep. Yep. They were trying so hard to help. If they did nothing, main- mainframe would have been fine. Also, anyways, it's just my rant. I'm I'm really angry about that. No, I'm I, I'm totally didn't, with you on that. Didn't also, Bob mention that that is like standard guardian protocol for yeah, dealing that's with how a web creature. Knew. Yeah. That's when he knew that they were fucked. He's like, okay, Mouse, what did they give you? I need it now. So the just deletion of the whole system is how they deal with that shit. Yeah. But like, they had it. They had it like paralyzed. Like maybe Bob could have opened up a, a smaller tear and shot it through and then closed it. Right? I I don't know. Yeah. So technically, uh, Bob, by trying to get rid of that bomb, went against Guardian Protocol. He should have just let mainframe yeah. blow up. Yeah. But God, uh, you know, I keep, keep saying God for some reason. Bob, Guardian Bob. It's weird. Uh, Bardian Gob. Bardian Gob. <laughs> Bardian Gob. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bard name. Um, <laughs> Bardian he, he, Gob. He grew a heart, I guess. You know, he's he's not like the others in, in some way, shape, or form. Mm. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's like, hold on, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying to, as a character. I'm, I'm not saying to, as a character that he should have let mainframe blow up. I'm saying that oh, yeah. by follow like by by saving his friends and all of the innocent binomes in mainframe, he technically went against his pro, his uh code, which yeah. he has said before that he can't do. Well, mend and defend also. That's like Yeah. I yeah, I, I yeah, I know that's interesting. I never thought of it like mm. that. Hmm. We already know he's kind of a renegade. I mean, like, you know. He's a badass. Yeah. yeah. Bad Bob. Bad Bob. That's oh. sweet, sweet outfit. <laughs> yeah. So, after the uh, little field commission move there, um, Bob checks in with Dot, and Dot says that Megabyte, Mouse, Hexadecimal, and I are ready to go. Yep. Can't with whatever plan. Yeah. With whatever plan they're up to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready, Guardian Enzo? Yeah, so uh, what's what's going on here? So he zips away. Bob's been very busy, you see. Yeah. He says, Andrea's I'm, like, I'm you look cool. I'm yeah. you with, with defense of the system and looks at Andrea and goes, and just, you know, look after him. And yes. Andrea's like, you look cool. Yeah, so. and I'm like, he does look cool. Thank he you. Does. He does. I'm so <laughs> proud of Enzo right here. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the, the, the hair is kind of badass. Yeah, and his, I like the, it. he's got the hair going. No yeah. more hats yet. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a haircut man. and he's got a real job. <laughs> yeah. He's cleaned his act up. And, uh, uh, covering up those tattoos, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pulling, taking out those uh, those piercings. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Finally, a respectable young sprite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're in a weird scene. Megabyte's hanging out with Mouse. Yeah. With a giant syringe. Very creepily, too. Oh, he oh, wants yeah. to tap that. You can tell. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, he who doesn't? doesn't? Well, good, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you could tell he's thirsty. Oh yeah. Yep. The way he's like leaning over her. Yeah. And he kind of just yeah. moves in. <laughs> like a creepy manager that thinks it's okay to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean this was You the know 90s. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Nineties yeah. Even... now. It's like, oh. Yeah. There's yeah. so many women I know at well. And you know what? Fuck, even men. the the look she and gets men. on her face after yeah. he like gets right up in there. Yeah, cringe. she's like, listen, sugar, I'm not just getting the codes to shut the portal. I'm hacking into the web and erasing mainframe's location. Yeah. So and she's doing this of... for the web to locate mainframe again? Mm. Impossible. And he just goes right in and is just like, clever girl. And she's just kind of like, oh, get away from you. Yeah, the face and that she know. makes here is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, the face that she makes is wow. great in that, like, I genuinely feel bad for her yeah. right now. Like I, I, I oh, genuinely man. feel how uncomfortable she feels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and she's already kind of bitter that this whole thing is going on at all because she's dealt with viruses before. She's already been screwed over by them. Yeah. And so she, she made a comment. Of, she made a oh, comment. Yeah. About that yeah. She was like every time she's worked with viruses before and every single time they've double, double crossed her. Yeah. So certainly this time is different, right? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. The chaps are getting jittery, sir. It's Algernon and Binky. Let's just hope no one cracks, Binky. Yes. Oh, I see. Stiff upper lip, is it, sir? Stiff upper lip, is it? <laughs> As the uh, probes from the web are just kind of like creepily like investigating probing. and probing the uh, CPU uh, squad cars. Squad cars, yeah. And uh, one little binome, he's like playing around, like aiming at some in the distance. And uh, a web probe creature like runs right up to his windshield. And he freaks out and he shoots it. And all the web like little probe creatures like scatter. Yeah. And um Bob, Bob called not Bob. happy. Yeah, he Bob's calls up happy. He calls yeah. up Optimus Primal and is all like, "Who the fuck gave the order to fire?" Nobody, sir. Someone Somebody just got, got scared. scared. And Binky goes, "I think someone just cracked, sir. This is bad. bad. Very bad. Very They'll bad. summon the attack drones. You've got to stop them getting back through the portal." So if you yeah. presumably if you shoot out all the the probes, they can't go back and get the the reinforcements, the the big guys. 
Uh, yeah. And so and we get a Star Wars battle in mainframe. War has begun. Yeah, they're trying to shoot the little, uh, the little probe things, and they're being pretty successful about it. Yeah. Yeah, they're chasing them down. They're laser shooting them. Um, half of these binomes seem to be children binomes. Yeah, they have. <laughs> they don't have. I... Barely know how to drive. Conscripts? Yeah. No, um, not not conscripts. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when it's like volunteers from a. Uh, geez, conscripts are when you make force civilians to enter the military. Um, mm, reserves. But when they, re- the yeah, yeah, reserves. yeah, yeah. That's it. So these are these are the militia. the reserves. Reser- that's the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the militia or the reserves. Yeah. And they're flying around. They're they're having fun with it. We. I've been hit, and they sound really young. So, I know this is the part of this yeah, episode that Snidler mentioned this to me the other day. <laughs> uh, this is kind of the part that really kind. Of, I didn't really like it how they made the attack force and the CPU sound like Munchkins from uh, from the Wizard of Oz. And it kind of takes away from the intensity and the seriousness of the situation. Because they sound like clowns. Ah, I'm scared! Ah. My diaper! <laughs> I pooped my diaper! Yeah. yeah They've sure. got really young sounding like voices. It's very bizarre. And they're like, oh, I got hit! Comical. And they like bail out of their, um, their out. squad car just from uh, just because they got hit, and I'm like, but the, was the car gonna crash? <laughs> First sign of danger, bail. Oh, it's interesting. I saw one of them hit hit the car, and yeah. it started turning black. It was like oh, the same I kind didn't of. Notice that. It, was, it was kind of like the same oozing that we saw in Hexadecimal, like when she got hit back in. Um, so maybe they can Nalzilla. like take things over. I think like the same ilk right. of creature that that oh. um, invaded mainframe. Hmm. I web, wonder if they the made one of the uh, the squad cars like black, if they could like control it, or if it still needs a driver. Presumably, uh, still needs a driver, or uh, it yeah. can attach itself to it and control it. Hmm. Who can say? The subtitles here call them spores because it says spores shrieking. Oh yeah, I uh, I guess spores is the right Did word. Did they ever call them that? Uh, I think later in the episode. Oh, okay. But um, but yeah, do yeah. two of them merge? What's happening there? They piggyback. Uh, piggybacked. A piggyback function? No. No. That's no. a computer term I'm unfamiliar with. No. Yes. Is it? Uh, maybe. Has I'm to not be. entirely sure. Piggyback. Yeah, I'm looking computer. it up on Zeribo. Up on. Uh, it doesn't say anything about it in the notes. So a piggyback I... function. A piggy no. piggybacking in a wireless communication context is the unauthorized access of a LAN, a wireless huh. LAN. Huh. So the usual purpose Shit. of it is to simply is uh, is to gain free network access rather than any malicious intent. But it can slow down data transfer for legitimate users of the network. Huh. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's like someone just mooching off of your Wi-Fi, basically. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Did, did Wi-Fi even exist at this point, though? I don't think it did. Uh, I, no. 
I don't think so. This is like ninety six, isn't it? Yeah, early well, you still had to like. Stay but you off could the argue phone. that someone could have like still get unauthorized access, like if you were in a a company building, right? <clears throat> oh yeah, right. Right. Somebody could theoretically um, be using your the company's internet from like the lunchroom or yeah. something like that, right? Piggyback. True, yeah, and also just and, and also like, and also like I I didn't think that solid state drives existed at this point. In history, but uh, yes. the show the show has referenced them a couple of times now. So I'm like, huh, okay, what yeah. do I know? Nothing. Yeah, and um, for data transmission, piggybacking um, in a two way communication sense. Um, so whenever a frame is received, the receiver waits and does not send the control frame back to the sender immediately. Mm. So it waits until the network layer passes in the next data packet. The delayed acknowledgement is then attached to this outgoing data frame. This technique of temporarily delaying the acknowledgement so that it can be hooked with next outgoing data frame is known as piggybacking. Hmm. So maybe that. Maybe that's the, the piggybacking term. Maybe. Well, there you go. Oh, well. Today we learned. Too knowledgeable know. for my blood. Continuing to learn on this podcast week in and week out. There you go. That's how we, so that's how we do things here. Whatever and, um, piggybacking is, that's how one of the, the drones or the spores got away. And they shoot back up into the portal, sending ripples out. Ooh. So does that mean bad things are happening? Yes, they are. Angry things shoot out of the portal. <laughs> Tons of spikes. Angry things everywhere. These horns. are like the other things, but they got like spiky horn stuff. Yeah. And Bob's like, okay, people, it's a whole new ball game. <laughs> it, and it is. It really and we got to close that portal. And these ones actually start attacking the CPUs. Yep, the attack drones. And let's just say they're a lot more capable than the, the spores were. Mm-hmm. But what's cool is um, Enzo and Andrea are like on the ground shooting like, like anti-aircraft like energy shots at them. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, on like mounted uh, cannons. Yeah, it's it's kind of rad. They should have more of those. You would Instead think. of trying to like dogfight these things. In fact, three CPUs even try to take on one of them. And it like turns around and charges at them, and they just run away. Yeah. And while they're running, they just kill themselves. So uh, <laughs> yeah, these these CPUs aren't uh, the most effective. fully functional. N- no. <laughs> yeah. And then now they're dead. Or can you die? When you die, do you become a null, or is it only if you lose in a game you become a null? But like, when sorry, you lose um, in a game. I think if so, you're deleted, you're deleted. So when they went up in those fiery explosions, they're just fucking deleted. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, no BS and P here. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Rip in peace. Useless yeah. bottom. BS and P in peace. Yeah. <laughs> BS and peace. BS and damn it. <laughs> BS and peace. I heard that coming too. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh Great minds. All right. Fastest quip in the West. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking quip of fastest quip in the West, um, certainly On not these binomes. Those oh, cracking those quips. <laughs> crack that whip. Crack that quip. 
Licorice quip. Crack that quip. <laughs> oh my god. How many quips does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Three cracks. <laughs> I don't know. So one of the binomes is like, oh no, they're attacking oh no. the hardware. <laughs> Mommy, daddy. <laughs> they're attacking the hardware. Um, Which is then... in reference to the uh, the syringe gun thing. Yep. The needler. And Dot is uh the needler. And Dot is um <laughs> shooting her harness gun like a boss. Yeah, it's pretty great. Her dick cannon. <laughs> yeah. Her love gun. <laughs> uh-huh. Her love gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the web creatures, which are apparently genius, like in miles beyond the CPUs, mm. are um they split up and they have a huge group of CPUs following them and shooting them. Not in proper formation at all. Extremely dangerous. Right? They're way too close to each other. Yeah. And two web creatures lead them these different groups around the uh, principal office and pull like a, a Star Fox 64 move and and as they're flying at each other they go straight straight up. This is embarrassing. And they go straight up and they coil around each other and dodge and all the CPUs shoot each other and fly into each other. Yeah, it's 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 mayhem. And I'm like, okay, so you're shooting each other more than you're shooting the web Sorry, you're killing each other more than the web creatures are killing you. Just stop. That's it. Defund the CPUs. Right? (laughs) (laughs) And Bob, um, like glitch windows megabyte, and he's like, dude, like we need your forces in the you're, sky. You're like there. And, you I, I, I like Megabyte's response. He's like, well, I thought my forces <laughs> were coping admirably. But <laughs> if you wish. Yeah. Who does he call? He calls Lieutenant Chauncey. Who's sleeping. Yeah. He's just dozing there at the wheel. Oh, yeah, he's and he's a, like, he's had a I, long day. Yeah, I, I want everything in the air supporting the CPOs. And he kind of winces in like uh-huh. fear. He's like su- supporting the CPUs. Yeah, yes, sir. And so finally, um, all of Megabyte's uh, like hover tanks start to ascend out of. Um, he's got more of an of a military than mainframe. Yeah, he's Absolutely. got quite he's got quite the armada here, which makes like, me wonder, like, why hasn't he just like brute forced his way into the principal office more often? We've seen yeah. him try it a couple of times now. Well, yeah, yeah, he he wants to subjugate, not destroy mainframe, presumably. Mm. Yeah. Well, obviously, because he's trying to save it from the web here. Yeah. But yeah, these um these hover tanks, holy shit, are they more capable? Hmm. Because they're they're two manned, right? There's someone inside uh, manning the guns, and there's someone piloting it. They're like yeah. a tank, right? Not just like a squad car, like driving around shooting lasers. Well, and consider yeah. too that like they're piloted by Megabyte's viral binomes, which like we've seen Megabyte infect things before, and like that allows him to take control <laughs> of them. So presumably, his infected binomes he has like a degree of like personal control over i've never i've never thought that like like telepathic like control i think they're just like submissive to his whims right yeah well well my my point is is like they they probably when he infects them they probably like gain like 
slightly more capability from his oh, viral they, they, code. Oh, I see what you're saying. So they they lose um, their um, like their sense of self, but they 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 competently follow orders to some extent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they become they lose more their independence. Yeah, yeah. They lose their independence, but they, there we go. But, but they become like more more capable soldiers. Oh, that makes sense. We've seen them marching in in lines and and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Uh, hack hack and or slash seem to help too. Amazingly, yeah, yeah. it's actually surprised they didn't destroy something. <laughs> Yeah, they like grab a web. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, the, the plan in general. But they don't destroy anything. They just, like, twirl Which a web one? creature there around. There seem to and... be several. <laughs> God. They they just twirl the web creature around and throw it. And I'm like, they fly! That's like <laughs> grabbing a bird and throwing it off of cliff. Although they do, they do, they do throw it into the line of fire. Oh, where Enzo and Andre are, are shooting, yeah, right? Yeah, and it uh, it blows up. Yeah, I, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I guess in a way they did they did destroy something. They just destroyed the right thing this time. Yeah, yeah. No. So amazingly. Yeah. And then another web creature um, knocks one of the uh, CPUs out of the sky, and this one ejects, and he's like, "Oh no!" Ah. Except it's mommy. funny because when he when he ejects, he just kind of like. Sits back, like sits back and relax. You know, you kind of. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, he's got his. Um, he's covering his like neck, like in the emergency position. I say that would be my cat. I say yes. Tell that cat hello. Cat, hello. (laughs) Ask him to introduce. Give him a mic and tell him to to get on the show. I will. Samson is as a new guest. Uh, I don't know. He's walking away. Okay. Oh well. That's what cats will do. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of miss my chance, but uh, Sniddler, when you when you mentioned that they threw the the web creature into the line of fire, like I was trying to find a way <laughs> to make a reference to the film in the line of fire, yeah. but I didn't remember enough about the movie quickly <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's okay. Neither do I. I probably wouldn't have picked. What, up what are you gonna do? Uh, so while you guys were talking, I was like looking up the movie in the like, line of fire on Wikipedia, like, but then it got to a point where it's just like, man, it's been way too too long <laughs> yeah. to make a joke about that. Fair. Uh, fair. Uh, you're taking notes, you're like, there's a joke in here somewhere. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's how that's how I roll. That's pretty awesome. There's a joke in and there somewhere. Much like. Much like there's a joke in everything, uh, Hexadecimal is not joking around. She puts her angry face on. Yeah. And she powers up the uh, the, 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 the Needler. Uh, the Needler. I think I've kind of lost where we are. Oh, we're, there was a, some dog fighting, and uh, I'm at about 1740. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're finally uh, they're finally powering mouses. up. Did we uh, did we talk about Dot's diner getting destroyed yet? Oh, sorry, I just oh, skimmed past that. Yes, I that's guess right. that's fairly. Yeah, um, that, that's something... kind of noteworthy. Yeah, because that changes mainframe. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, one of the as the ship, one of the CPUs kind of like fails. It lands on Dot's diner and completely, like, utterly 
like turns it into a a crater. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Don Steiner is destroyed. Um, I I thought that was worth pointing out because like I don't think we see Dot Steiner again in the show for quite a while, Hmm. if ever. So Hmm. yeah, yeah. And plus, like that's been a regular hangout for the core cast members for the past two seasons, though. So we salute you, Dot Steiner. Had the had the best energy shakes in mainframe. The best yeah. and the That's coolest the shakes. They were pretty yeah. cool. Shades and everything. Yeah, yeah. Tall cool, but on track one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so rip in peace, Dot Steiner. <laughs> oh, so finally, so sorry. So finally, like Hex and the group are like getting their shit together and mouse like cries out that's it i've broken their code so, and hex, hex turns to the rest tell the witch to be ready i <laughs> yeah. heard that that's i heard nice that yeah. what a nice thing to say <laughs> what a nice thing to say i love that <laughs> and uh megabytes like excellent now it's my turn and Bob is like, okay, doesn't see that uh, Megabyte just extended his like claws. He's like, we're going to shut the portal. And Megabyte yep. leaps forward and cuts Dot's like giant gun in half. Love gun, yeah. Uh oh, and she like falls off the platform. Dick and he says, Cannon. not just yet, <laughs> Guardian. Man, Dick Cannon would be a great porn name. Yeah, and there that, and there must be somebody <laughs> named Dick Cannon. <laughs> well, it's my new porn name. If he not. he comes out wearing like really expensive, like fancy, like looking suits and like crocodile skin shoes. His shtick <laughs> is that he's like a secret agent. Well, I I was referencing Nick Cannon. <laughs> never never mind. <laughs> he's. He's uh, his shtick is that he's a uh, secret service agent and he's the only one still alive and uh, has to uh, protect the president, just like Clint Eastwood in, in the line of fire. Oh, I was thinking like Nick Cannon, <laughs> but I, I like I just more. wanted an excuse to bring that up. I know you did. <laughs> uh, where are we? Oh, so yeah, sorry, we're, we're in a, a tense, a sticky situation here. Um, Bob sees that Megabyte is making a move, and he goes to use Glitch on him, and this is scary. For once, mm. we actually see Megabyte like overpower and get the upper hand on, on Bob. He like grabs him by the head, by the neck and mouth. Yeah. Cover, stop him from because Glitch's voice commanded. Yeah. So he he can't do shit. Yeah, Megabyte like yeah. grabs Glitch off of Bob's forearm and squeezes it. With his bare yeah. hand and crushes it. Yeah, he crushes, crushes it and it. drops it. And I'm like, holy shit. Exactly. Yeah, even Samson's like, holy shit. Right? I know. <laughs> Samson knows. My cat. And um Air Doctor. Um My cat's Air... made some unexpected cameos on the podcast before as well. <laughs> I just don't usually acknowledge them, but every now and then, like, because my, my cat's a pretty, like, 
squawky cat. He meows a lot whenever he wants anything, even yeah, if he just yeah. wants you to talk to him. Um, <laughs> so like there, there've been a few episodes where like it, uh, in the editing, I've like listening to the show, I've been like listening and like hearing myself talk. And in the background, <laughs> like I'll just hear like faintly Briggs meowing. <laughs> well, Samson has a reason to be meowing because yeah. her doctor presses a button gleefully mm-hmm. and a little corner of the platform that they're on opens up. It, it's kind of like a one man like bullet or t- like elevator yeah. or tack. Like, do you know what I mean? Like a capsule of some kind. Stasis and pod. Meg- st- yeah, yeah, there we go. And Megabyte like tosses Bob right into it and it, a door closes. There's even a window in the front, like, just like a stasis pod. <laughs> yep. And yeah. holy shit, actually, this is just. Li- I'll I'll get to, <laughs> I'll get to the similarities between this and another show later. Oh, I might as well mention it now. This is a lot like a certain episode of Beast Wars, like almost like one for one, smashing on the glass, yelling. Which was also from- which was also a season finale episode of that show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. End of season one. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> um, the yelling of a villain whose name starts with Mega. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sniddler doesn't know. Uh, anybody mm-hmm. wondering what the hell we're talking about? Christopher and I have another podcast um, where we do the same thing, but we talk about Beast Wars. And too after, much energon. Yeah, too much energon. And after uh, Mainframe Entertainment finished Reboot, they went on to make Beast Wars. So, specifically after they finished this season, yes, because Beast Wars ended up launching uh, about like six ish months later after this episode right, aired. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, Bob's pissed. He's slamming on the glass and he's like, Megabyte, you piece of shit. And Megabyte's like, No you time to talk rat. now, Bob. Launch. <laughs> I like how dismissive he is. Right? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hair doctor, doctor is about has to like this massive grin on his face. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, he's about to press. Hard. He's about to press the button, but then uh, uh, Mouse steps in and uh, saves the day. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Except, except Exodesimal shows up. She materializes from thin air from her floating mask. Once again. I was hoping Mouse would tango with with Megabyte there and chop one of his arms off or something, but yeah, Hexadecimal and the sneak attack bashes her aside. Those smug fucking viruses. Yeah. She's yeah. got such a smug fucking face. And the, the, the face that Megabyte gives Bob as he's about to like press the launch button. Yep. Holy shit. Yes. I- Terrifying. Right before he presses it, he makes like eye contact with him, like I and narrows his so eyes. Long and then, and I, I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> we <Yeah>. get a shot, <laughs> a fucking hysterical <laughs> shot. Okay, so listeners, yeah. I haven't until today. I hadn't seen this episode of reboot in over twenty years. Like it's just, it's not an episode that I ever went back to very much, but I still remembered very vividly this shot of Megabyte where he is about to press the button. Right. So the camera, the camera zooms out with (laughs) Megabyte, like with his butt, like arced outward. 
it's like a side it's like a side shot of him his butt is like arced outward <laughs> he's got his left hand behind his back and like he's he, got yeah what the, what the he's fuck? got like this like grin on his face and he's like squinting his eyes at bob and he's got his right hand like with his finger extended upward to press the yeah. button so uh, the actual fuck yeah this shot like i I don't know what is up with this pose Megabyte is in. I I don't really know either. <laughs> For the listeners, uh, I, I decided long ago, like weeks ago, that this shot was going to be the... Um, the, the artwork for this specific episode. <laughs> yep. Nice. I would and have missed it, this too if you didn't point it out. And indeed it is. Yeah, like I said, I, I haven't seen this episode in over 20 years, but I, this exact shot stuck out in me, in my in my mind. All these out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> 11 out of 10. It's, it's I, I wouldn't have noticed the sexy what the, posing. What the, what the fuck is this pose? Well, sometimes when you're sending your long rival away to his doom, you gotta, you know, you gotta stick that. You gotta own it. Gotta own it. Gotta gotta let let that freak flag fly. You know, (laughs) I wouldn't get many old TV shows tattooed, but I I might get sexy megabyte pose (laughs) tattooed. Right on your butt. Right on my butt with him sticking out his butt. <laughs> and then higher up on my back, um, Bob in the capsule screaming, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Because that's what happens. Megabyte presses the button, and he's fucking launched into the portal, into the web. Yep. I think I can hear Samson complaining about it too. Yeah, a little, a little bit. And then Megabyte finally presses the the button, and this the the needler shoots out a beam towards the portal, and it kind of glows for a second and disappears. Disappears just just like that. And yeah. for a moment, as if they weren't just fighting, everyone just is kind of standing there and. You know, Mouse and, and Dot are kind of, like, sad and they're stunned. But, like, Hexadecimal and Megabyte look so fucking pleased with themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, like, they kind of just won. Yeah. So, but okay. Dot even, so... Picks up, Dot even picks up um Bob's broken, like, crumbled key tool. Yeah, and yeah, and hexadecimal like goes to like lunge at dot. And so what I was gonna bring up or like what I was gonna mention earlier, uh, I have a lot of problems with this because like I don't understand why hexadecimal would sign off on sending Bob into the web. But cause she has a huge ass crush on him. Exactly. Yeah. Like she'll fuck like she'll fuck around with him and she'll like get up to, to Yeah, they'll antics. she'll fight with him and stuff. Yeah, but, but I don't for a second believe that she would, like, because for all intents and purposes, like, for all we know at this point, like, sending Bob into the web is just death. Oh, mm. of course. Like, so Especially I... Especially without glitch. Yeah, so I, I have serious problems from a narrative perspective of... Believing her believing believing yeah. that hexadecimal would sign off on killing Bob. 
I just I don't buy it. Yeah. Unless she just thought it was a, a fun family activity, <laughs> you know, project with, with Well, she's very wishy washy. Like plans don't really seem to be her thing. So I'm surprised she yeah. even did this. But to save mainframe, yeah, she can suck it up and and do a plan, right? But like, yeah. is this something where tomorrow or in ten minutes she's gonna go, Oh, I miss Bob. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe, probably. Yeah, because again, I, I I find it doesn't match. Yeah, her it, motivation. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't fit. I don't like it. No, no, no. Also, she seems to like chaos and conflict. So getting rid of Bob just like it. I never got from her that she wants to win. She's very powerful, right? She just yeah. wants to fuck around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So her making a huge move like this and having no opposition, that's boring, isn't it? The the Guardian's gone. And she doesn't like being bored. Yes, yeah. that actually, like, that was a... Uh, uh, like, love and crushes aside. That was a huge... That's how we got to know her. Uh, yeah, like, that, that was how bob convinced her to undo her medusa bug back in season one yeah so christopher's like, got a everything's gonna a be point. really bored yeah christopher's got a point and i've got a point like th there's two reasons now why that seems against her motivations mm -hmm. personally I, I i agree yeah but megabyte, it's, do? it's very on brand with megabyte 100 percent. but hex yeah i i don't i i don't understand why she would go along with this Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but she doesn't get the others because as she goes to like, I don't know, slash, bite, paralyze, whatever it is she she does, Mouse has that little ring that we've mm. gotten close-up shots, but yeah. we've never really seen it do much. It Presumably it can do a little bit of everything. It's like a multi-tool, right? And right, yeah. uh, she like sonic blasts hexadecimal with it. Yeah, and she's all like, uh, to Dot, she's all like, come on, sugar. I don't, we better get out of here. I don't think we're welcome around here anymore. Yeah, and, and so they, 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 leap off the... they, they leap off. Uh, it's kind of weird looking to me because it seems like they're kind of floating down. It's like, slow it, motion. Yeah, yeah. It's as if the gravity is like one, like, like one quarter or one like fifth or something like that of right. Earth because when they jump it's very it's slow, slow. it's slower than yeah. it should be it doesn't look realistic and coincidentally yeah. they land right in Mouse's uh, ship yep so they they fuck off and uh, Megabyte radios Lieutenant Chauncey and is all like basically like now then we're in charge destroy the CPUs I right? want total air supremacy what a piece of shit. Yeah, he's like, after you've done taking out yeah. all the spores, blow the CPUs out of the sky. And I'm like, fuck off, man. Ugh. So he's late to the party, so that, that lowers some of the CPUs' numbers already. And I, now I, they're just going to turn on them? I, that was part of the plan. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, he was delaying to, plans. like, to let, uh... He, he was delaying helping fight the, the web creatures to let the CPU's numbers dwindle. Yeah. 
bastards. <clears throat> well, which is which I now understand is why Megabyte thought his forces were coping admirably. Uh, and even Hex, he was waiting for even, his time. Yeah, yeah, even Hex, um, time to shine. <laughs> even yeah. Hex comes in on like the double crossing and she's like, Ooh, goody, my turn. I'm going to recharge this thing and aim it at the principal office. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, you can. That's a great laugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. So unbeknownst, um, the the treachery unbeknownst to those in the principal office, they're all cheering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it! Yay! We did it! Yay! It's the ABCs. They've turned on us. I say, treacherous dogs. (laughs) Yeah. I say, Binky. Do they? uh, Do they jump out? Uh, I hope so. I would like to see Algernon and Binky uh, again. Again, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know. I don't know if they survive this. Well, they they radio the the principal office, yeah, and are like it basically just tell them that uh, the ABCs oh, yeah. have turned on them, and their transmission gets cut off. So Fong tries to radio Bob. He's like, Bob, come in, Bob, Bob, and then off screen. we hear Dot say it's, it's very, bad Fong it's very bad. very bad and then <laughs> and then you see um, Fong from heaven smile and he's like ah ah is it very bad <laughs> Bob shows up She's like, like in one of the this, holi- did this one for like, you from Bob. Star Wars you know it's like Obi-Wan bad, Fong. <laughs> very bad we're, yeah, we're, and a ghostly Bob smiles <laughs> we're, we're making jokes here but this scene like already yeah. at this scene when i was like, watching this earlier i started tearing up a bit yeah this yeah like holy shit this is bad very bad yeah yeah like not even joking how, this is how bad, bad is it as, cal it's as bad as i could have possibly have guessed <laughs> yeah this is no this is worse than i could have possibly have seen things go and yeah. uh, Dot gives her brother Enzo um, the crushed key tool, <clears throat> and she says, "I'm sorry." And uh, the it it ends with Enzo like looking up to the sky, and well, it doesn't quite end, but he like that touching out. moment, the touching moment. Yeah, he cries out, "No!" And really good voice acting. Holy shit! Like his no scream. Like ten out yeah. of ten, I was. And he actually starts crying after. Yeah. After he screams no, and it's yeah. it's convincing. And yeah, like I've re- really good job, and no fucking like respite or like respect for the dead whatsoever. The principal office is full of vid windows of megabyte and hexadecimal all of a sudden. Yeah. And she says, "Thank you all for your valiant efforts in fighting the web." Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it was all for nothing. For nothing. As we speak, your CPUs are being shot out of the sky. Fong, drop all defenses on the principal office. <laughs> I thought you were going back to the Arnie voice there. For I, a sec. I got some Arnold. That, As we your speak. megabyte impression is a little Arnold sometimes. 
That's not a bad thing, Christopher. No, it's not. It's fine. Well, Fong is all like, we will fight you to the last megabyte. This oh, you have goes no right. defenses, you fool. You Your fool. guardian is Fong lost. Is... Nothing Fong can stand in our furious. way. He's furious. You can see his Main face turn red. Is yeah. ours. Insane. And he's like, oh, by the way, welcome to Megaframe. I love it when he talks like that. Isn't that crazy? Megaframe? Yeah. Wouldn't Hexadecim will be like, hold up. What about Hexaframe? Wait, wait, wait. What about <laughs> what about Hexaframe? Yeah. You, you what know, about credit Mega Hex? Right? Yeah. Uh, Mega Hex. Mega Hexaframe. So hexaframe. I really Man, really Mega Hexaframe. There you go. Mexaframe. Mexaframe sounds like the name of like a oil company. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Mexaframe. <laughs> Mex- oh dear. Mexaframe Robotics. Yeah, you're right, it does. <laughs> Mexaframe. Well, if we ever make our own company. So, yeah. and a- don't as... call it laser comb productions. Absolutely not. So, instead of a like defeat, we're kind of met with everyone in silence because what, what the fuck do you say? I mean, they don't yeah. even have C- police anymore. Like they have nothing. Like this looks really bad. Yeah. And um Andrea is the one that speaks up and she <clears> says, Wrong. We do have a guardian. And she looks at Enzo and she says, Guardian, your key tool. Remember what Bob said. And I'm like, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Good thing she's in the show. Like mm-hmm. she's she's strong willed. And Enzo grabs the crumpled key tool, but it actually affixes to his wrist. Like, it's still usable. Yeah, yeah it's still functional. Maybe not fully guardian. functional. <laughs> well, just mm. like Enzo, it's not fully functional. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, I'm Guardian Matrix, charged with defending the system. Two viruses take over my home? I don't I think don't so. I don't think so. And neither and does with Samson. With a pose. <laughs> yeah, no, neither does Samson. Go. <laughs> He he's feeling it too, and we're met with a battle pose with Andrea, uh, Enzo, and Dot, and man, I, and then and that's it. That's season two. Yeah, and holy the, shit, and we get the re- standing defiantly. Yeah, we get the we close out with the the reboot logo that, and it re underneath it, blah, underneath of it reads end program question mark. So. Yeah. You might laugh. It's just a kid show or whatever. But like, my voice was cracking like a little bit at the <laughs> at the very end there. Like them standing in defiance. I was like, like I'm, I'm fucking like right on board. Like yeah. fuck their shit up. Yeah. Also, like Enzo being like the, this cool and like Dot and on. I'm, uh, go go get him. Man, I I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait for season three. Neither can I. Cheers. (laughs) Was that a combination of Megabyte and Megatron? Uh, It's whatever you want it to be. Uh, That's what I want. And Arnold Schwarzenegger? (laughs) Uh, All of the above. I it's multiple choice. I, I'm a, I'm a little teary. Exclusive. 
I'm a little teary. I'm not gonna lie. Like it just trying to suck up that that tear in one of my eyes. It it's <laughs> it's good. That's fucking intense. Yeah. Wow. Fucking kids show. We were talking like a, a couple like a, a couple months ago, Christopher and I, how like at least as far as season one <laughs> of both shows yeah. goes, Beast Wars and uh, Reboot, we were like, Reboot kind of sucks compared to Beast Wars, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, my, the, how the uh, turns have tabled, my friends. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, uh, how the mighty season, have fallen. <laughs> season two of Reboot compared to season two of Beast Wars? I I gotta say, we we got an underdog story here. Like, this is... This is fucking good. Yeah. The, the tortoise is coming coming up coming in from behind. Yeah. Catching up to that hair. I'm I'm digging it, man. Holy shit. So um before or or during. Yeah, let, let's quickly do it. Um let's do a uh, our our rating of the episode. Yep. So here yeah. on Alphanumeric, we like to have a four point rating system. Uh, it ranges from the bottom, which is, this is bad, very bad, which is self-explanatory, mm. <laughs> to, I don't think so. Really? It's, it it's a movie that misses. It's Sorry, it's How an bad episode that misses. It's, it's very bad. <laughs> um, but I don't think so is uh, the second one. And that's a movie that, uh, I keep saying movie, an episode that misses for us. It's, eh. Um, an episode that we you know kind of liked not terrific it has problems but we liked is uh that was easy enough yeah and a good episode to our favorite episodes are alphanumeric uh christopher what do you give what web 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 world war did i say that right <laughs> yes oh i did <laughs> yes the wide world of sports <laughs> Uh, what what do you what do you give in this one? Very impressive, Lone Star. <laughs> Too bad this isn't the wide world of sports. <laughs> oh God, that's even older than this show we're reviewing. Yeah, yeah. Hell, it's almost as old as I am. Yeah, what's uh, it? Eighty-six, eighty-seven, eighty-seven, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's um, uh, Spaceballs for anyone yeah. listening. Yeah. Yep. Great movie. Better than any Star Wars movie, even though it's a spoof of a Star Wars movie. I would agree. A hundred percent. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. even trolling. I like Spaceballs like tenfold more than I like any Star Wars film. Agreed. Wow. <laughs> Fight That's me, fair. internet. <laughs> oh, boy. You hear that? Oh, dude. Open the what have we started? A real web world war. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here we so go. So what are you giving this one? Uh, I am giving it... Uh, that was easy enough. I'm giving, right. it that was right. easy, I'm giving it that was easy enough because... Uh, okay, so... I thought it was a really good episode. It was very engaging. I love the, uh, the moment where uh, Enzo is made into a guardian cadet. Yeah, I found that really sweet and heartwarming. Um, the action, like the dog fighting in this episode, is really good. There's a lot of good emotional moments. Like, yeah, like I, I mentioned earlier, legit cried a couple of times in this episode. 
Um, but it and, doesn't make alphanumeric. And this is like this is like top tier vi- the, like the bit at the end, top tier villainy from, uh, right? from Megabyte. And but it doesn't also, make the cut. Also, as I mentioned, I really like when uh, the bad guys and the good guys have to work together for a common cause. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not an alphanumeric because of hexadecimal helping to uh, kill, ascent for all intents and purposes, kill Bob. I don't buy it. And uh, that, that, uh, if it wasn't for that, this would have been an alphanumeric for me. So, so if you take away motivations, like here, let me let me try to se- sell you on this for it. You, you feel it's too character breaking for you to enjoy it, but in of itself, it's very good. Yeah. Mm. But you you can't put aside the idea that the it betrays the character of Hex. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, if you put that aside completely, right? Just like, let's pretend that she she she's like, oh, finally, I get a chance to get rid of him, and it. We didn't know much about Hex other than she's a villain. Would this stand at one of the top episodes of season two for you? Aside uh, from that, may maybe no no. Okay. So it gets a net that was easy enough from you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in the top five, probably, but yeah. not, not okay. my not my top three. All right. Um Snittler. A rating from you. <sighs> well It's hard. It's this is of, this is such it, a hard it, it one. It is it is tough because when after after Christopher brought up that thing about hex, which is an interesting point. Uh, I still got to give it enough a numeric because I'm, uh, you know, like as much as I'm convinced that she wouldn't have signed off on that, I'm kind of like open to possibilities like that she'll have regretted it if she did. Right. Like, like she's she done really things in the, through. she doesn't really plan. In the Medusa you know? bug, she never had a plan. No. And suddenly she was like bored and it wasn't even a day. Yeah. It was like 20 minutes in and <laughs> yeah. All of her sculptures were disintegrating, you know, <laughs> but, um, I, I just think that, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to stick with alphanumeric because there's, uh, uh, there's just so much that happens in this, episode because well yeah, I don't have to tell you I'm pretty sure we, we all saw the same one it's uh is this intense no, and I think I, I think the, I think I saw a different cut of the episode than you guys yeah oh, one, you get the a slightly the different cut? one where yeah. um in my version <laughs> Scorponok did not um, <laughs> was not on the computer that's fair that's fair uh that's that's way too much of an inside joke for anybody to <laughs> unless they unless they listen to both shows. Yeah, if you listen to both shows, uh we're specifically referencing um an episode where Rhinox finds himself in the Predacon base. I'll just leave it leave it at that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But we, that, we, got, um, we got the Sniddler cut. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah AP Sniddler's Sniddler episode <laughs> of Reboot, the Sniddler cut. Yeah. The uh, so version. yeah, for me, it's going to be enough. Because again, like you kind of laugh, you cry, you know, Binky were in it. And, you know, yeah, uh, there you the, go. Yeah. You know, the, the parts that I didn't like were um, the uh, it's kind of the clownish comic relief sounding military or police force. Um, ah. They, they kind of took away from the intensity of the, of the situation. Um, I would agree with that. And, yeah. And mm. then so then and then you have uh, megabytes force that you know they still kind of sound a little goofy but they're still far better at uh you know fighting competent yeah yes that's it competent you laugh um, you also, cried like, you kissed the... your guardian goodbye <laughs> wow yeah, basically yeah and oh the whole thing where, like, you, you know that there was things happening because even Fong probably knew that even though this is a very good plan because they have to get rid of this portal is that, you know, they have to team up with viruses in order to do so because they need access to the kind of weaponry that he's capable of creating. Right. Um, to destroy this portal. And so, but also, you know, as much as everybody worked together, they both fully knew in my eyes, because even Bob made Enzo a guardian. I'm going, okay, he knows something's about to happen to him. He doesn't know if it will happen to him, but he knows that it could happen to him. And if it could happen to him, given that they're viruses, it will. So there is a, a huge possibility that okay. it will. Happen. Well, so, here's where I'm at. He, here's where I'm at. Yeah. <clears throat> Bob was zipping around on a zip board at the principal office, commanding troops, helping megabyte with his, thing right he yeah. didn't have to be there for the needler to shoot the the portal right no right. what if like he just wasn't so a big part of mega <clears throat> a big part of megabytes plan needed bob to be there at the perfect moment what if bob was just zipping around on a zip board fighting the web creatures good point so part huh. of me is like, because he, he was only there in the last like couple minutes to activate the thing, but he wasn't needed. Hex was the one aiming it and charging it, right? Mm -hmm. um, Mouse was needed there, right? Now, if they had written into the story that Bob was needed there specifically, I'd go, oh, yeah. okay. Um, for example, <clears throat> we need a guardian key tool, right, to, um, cl to attach to the, the needler um, because... Bob can specifically close tears. Correct? Yeah. We've seen yeah. that in the past. So with Hex and Bob's like key tool and the Guardian there, right? Then we can close it. But he had no part in that. So what if he was just yeah. like, all right, I'm going to head to um, the anti-aircraft cannons and help Enzo. What then? Uh, so a little part of the plot where Bob is needed on that specific little platform is a little bit forced to me because I didn't understand why he was even there. He was just kind of standing there. Yeah. And they could have easily written around that too. Like they could, like megabyte could have just like, they could have just delayed firing the needler until they got Bob into that situation. And they could have just, they could have just lured him there. The, oh yeah. Somehow. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
but but he just happened and you could also argue well he didn't trust megabyte so and he wanted to yeah, make I, sure that he actually bar- came through on his end of the bargain i right. i kind of i was kind of thinking just that just now um right and and you know. dot and mouse are there right so he's maybe he's just hanging out making sure they're not double crossed but it's he's the one that ends up double crossed maybe <clears throat> yeah so it's not that big of a gripe, but it just it only works if Bob is like right there on the platform within grabbing distance. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Um I I have to give it alphanumeric. Even though I completely agree with Christopher. Yeah. About the hex motivation thing. But I also know that hex changes her mind like every other minute. Mm. But also it's the only episode of Reboot that's made me tear up yeah. and made me truly hate the villains. Yeah. Like, really pissed off and, like, angry. And really, like, fucking pumped and actually makes me think Enzo is cool. And I mm. cannot say that about any other episode. So I, yeah. I have to give it alphanumeric. It, it, did, it does kind of give you a glimpse into the villains not just being... Uh, just villains that are that are kind of like clownish and like oh well, well next time gadget you know it's this yeah. is this like they're not screwing around this is real like this is this is what they actually wanted to do and they've succeeded and now they're happy and you know and now you're kind of going what's gonna happen because like yeah. wow oh, yeah you know they weren't bluffing this whole time they were actually planning all the way back to like when games collide. Yeah. When no, yeah. What was it? Uh, when games collide, or was it Bad Bob? Where he looks at Bob and he points, and he's like, "This is the last time you will thwart my plan." And I'm kind of right. like, "Oh, dude, that sounded harsh." Like, I'm pretty sure he's gonna start concocting a, a few different scenarios, or sorry, plans. Right. For to make this sure that he specific. comes out on top. And luckily right. for him. A web creature came out of uh, Michael's, sorry, uh, Hexadecimal's looking glass because of Michael the television. Oh, Michael the television. Yeah. So I think I think this is very good writing, and it's very a very good season. Yeah. So. Um, Once we again, did. we we finished another season of reboot. Yes. Did you believe it? Yes, we did. I, I, I can believe it because I can. We because did. I, I edit all of these <laughs> shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, that was uh uh Web World Wars, and that was also season two of reboot. So listeners, what we are going to do is since this is the finale of season two, is we're just gonna kind of do a mini mini uh, rundown of all of our favorite episodes so christopher siege's top three ap sniddler's top three and neo cal's top three episodes of season two Mm -hmm. and uh it's less important to know our our least favorite ones because uh i feel like none of them are very bad except one but we will get into that (laughs) we will get into that last how bad Uh, how bad is it Cal? oh it's 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 very bad. <laughs> very bad indeed. 
Very bad. It's bad. Um, I don't know why today's an an Arnold fest, but <laughs> so let's get out. Like <laughs> get out. You're cancelled. Um, <laughs> so may- maybe I'll kick it off. Um, I'm going to go for my third uh, favorite episode, and then cycle around, and then all of our second favorite episode, and um, just let me know if oh that's in your top three, but it's higher up, mm-hmm. and then we'll save any discussion for it as we as we go around the table. Mm. Uh, so yeah, my my third most favorite, uh, I think, is trust no one. Not on my between, list. Yeah, it was between that and. Um, web world war like i I feel like they're almost a two-parter and i like that just because of it's completely different vibe it's got like a weird horror like mystery vibe to it and i and i love dex files and right yeah it's most memorable for me from a kid that one i'm I'm, i wouldn't even say it's like one of the three best but for for me it is because I, I I grew up watching X Files, so right, that, yeah. that weird crossover was like like my and my my grandma used to watch X Files with me. So the Trust No One episode, my grandma even watched that episode of Reboot, <laughs> oh, <laughs> even wow. though she didn't watch Reboot. <laughs> she was that's like, awesome. oh, and I think she even said she's like, oh, that that's that's Scully and and Mulder's voice acting. It has to. And then halfway through the episode, she's like, oh, well, it's not Mulder, but it's close. <laughs> And she knows and, that uh, because she got uh, stuck in an elevator with him and, and expected also, him to save the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just an actor. <laughs> that, uh, one's, that one's number two on my list. Oh, is that one number two? Yeah. Okay. And it's not yeah. on Christopher's. So, well, uh, Sniddler, what's your, what's your third favorite? My third favorite is Bad Bob. Ooh, maybe we'll, we'll save I, that one because it's on. Yeah. And okay. It's higher up, and it's higher up on my list. Awesome. All right, Christopher, awesome. your third. My number three is Andrea. Oh, nice. that's higher up on on my list too. All right. But since we're, we're cycling through our our third, um, let's talk about Andrea. Is it on your list? Uh, not on? on my list. No. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's go with then Andrea then. Um, that's number two on mine. Uh, what do right. you like about it? awesome uh that episode is great um we we talked about it uh on the that particular episode of the podcast but i i feel like it's a better it's a better introduction to the show than the actual series premiere Mm. like the the show does a really really good job of like explaining like what mainframe is what what bot like (laughs) Uh, what games are like the rules of games, the dangers of them. the dangers of them. Like it gives what you a lot of are everything. It gives you a lot of information that like up to that point, like we'd kind of all, all figured out just because we had been watching the show for like months by that point. Yeah. But like, it's just, it gives you the view that episode gives the viewer a lot of info that they need without feeling like a awkward info dump at the same time. Yeah. Like it yeah, all feels very, yeah, it, it's entertaining and it all feels very natural. It's and where we it, got the joke or how bad is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 
and uh the game in that episode is fucking cool and i think my other than um you know mad max fury bob uh i think might be like the second my second favorite game in this show thus far if you t- tell me, oh, in this episode, it's a water game, I would have been like, oh my god, everyone hates the water level of anything. <laughs> it's I don't yeah. I don't want to deal with that. But no, it's it's really good. I actually really like games that are set underwater, but uh You like the water temple in Ocarina of Time? Don't you fucking lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have barely played that game, so <laughs> Okay, you're off the hook. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. It's Andreas introduced. Um, what a great character. Mm. Weird and quirky. Yeah, like her her naivety kind of lends well to her like bravery and just uh, she's she's inserted into the show in a good episode and in a believable way. Like I, I, I really dig it. Yeah. Great, great episode. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah. And um of the series as a whole, thus far, I would argue. Yeah, so that's um number two. Uh where were we here? Um Snidler, your number two? My number two was Trust No One. Oh, your number two was, right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh yeah, what what did you like about that that we didn't touch well, on? I I just was and am a huge expo. I uh, like the fact that it was set like and told like uh, yeah. like an X Files episode. Completely uh, different than the rest of reboots episodes. Oh, oh yeah. Um, very very sharp tonal shift in the show in that episode. That's yes. when shit starts go getting dark. Yeah, and um, also like the fact that it it actually starred Gillian Anderson, who well. I'll bring up again as a long time and remaining at the top of my celebrity to-do list. Meaning, uh, as we put it last time, I would like to take her out of routine. Um, and uh, we see what else. There was tons more. Like we got to a true America. Canadian gentleman. Yes, exactly. Oh, you want to go for a double double and a poutine? Yeah. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. You would. You would <laughs> like to take her out for a nice seafood dinner and never yeah. call her again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Jillian I'm sorry if, if we're, embarrassing, in business... we're embarrassing Sniddler in front of <laughs> Jillian embarrassing her in front of my crush um yeah uh other than that yeah it was I just, it opened up uh, a, a lot more it was starting to answer she's like you know you, you see the guardians you understand more of where Bob comes from Oh um, right, that's when we get the glimpses yeah. into the shad- the board of shadowy guardians. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, the guardians. Oh, your your favorite, <laughs> the guardians of shadow. Your favorite waiter. Oh, I'm sorry. Your favorite um, inline skates. Oh yeah, uh, waiter. Yeah, the uh, the I guess I guess Al's fill in fill in waiter because Al went missing at the at the beginning of the. Episode. Uh-huh. So he's like, you know, he's got like a vest and a flat top cut and flamboyant. He's fabulous. He's he fabulous. Um, and yeah, he's just he's just hilarious. Um, uh, what else do let, I have to say? About let's that? be that honest. So you guys much. just really loved that episode because I wasn't there for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This, what else can we say? Well, hey, man, you're off to an important Guardian stuff. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, Cr- Christopher, true. what was your two on your list? My number two is Mad Max Fury Bob. Bad Bob. Nice. Ooh, that, that is a little. Three. It's a little higher up on mine. So. Oh shit. Let's let's move to let we, to you with your number, number one. one, which is Bad Bob. Go ahead, Christopher. That was your number two. Yeah. Uh. So that episode is fucking rad, and like it's it's the first like legitimately really cool episode of season two of reboot. Um, yeah. We we've talked about this, but like season two of reboot did not start off strong. Yeah. No, despite ending so strong. Yeah. Uh the show definitely found its footing. Yeah. I think from here on out. Like this is this was the turning point in the series, I think, where the the show started to really like become the show that was that was uh the quality that I remember it being. Oh yeah. But like the game is fucking rad. Like it's like it's basically Mad Max. Like Bob looks really cool. Like the the aesthetic is great. Yeah. Mega truck is fucking dope. Yeah. Um the the shots. Remember we were watching this and we were like, haha, this is I was like, haha, this is just like Fury Road. They're even um they even smash into each other in a tight canyon. Yeah. And then as we yeah. watched and I noticed the cuts, it would like the cat the music would be pumping and then it would zoom in on like Bob's face, zoom in on the truck, zoom in on like Enzo zoom in on the user and I'm like hold up no 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 this is there's some involved this is suspiciously exactly like Fury Road hold up and we discovered a lot we like jumped online and discovered well, those, quite a lot yeah yeah those um photographic snapshots um in that episode were actually a reference to something oh um I saw it on the reboot wiki, so I'm just going to look it up real quick. Okay. It's a reference to a film that I've never seen. Hmm. Here. As in, what? what is a reference? Uh, they're... After they smash into each other, there's a bunch of freeze frames where it looks like, and we see like a camera flash of a bunch of characters. Oh, that, that part. Or like just yeah. before. Yeah. 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 Or just before. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, is a reference to the New York attack scene from the 1964 movie fail safe. Huh? And like, I remember when we were watching that episode, like I felt like that must've been some kind of homage to something. something. Yeah. Yeah. But I just didn't know what it was anyway. Just thought that was worth bringing up since we're talking Hmm. about the episode again. It's just, it's so interesting because both of you were like, Hey, that canister looks like a, canister of ooze from teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah right right yeah and christopher's like funny you should mention that yeah (laughs) funny you should mention that the the guy who uh who uh came up with the concept for um for megatruck uh also worked on teenage mutant ninja turtles and then mad max fury road Amazing. Yeah, I think that's actually been not only is it one of my favorite episodes of the season, I think it's also one of my favorite podcasts we've done thus far. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun, yeah. 
Definitely. Um, what? So that was my number one, Bad Bob. Um, so yeah, mine was um, Trust No One, Andrea, and my favorite was Bad Bob. Um, uh, your... Do you have you have anything? Do either of you have anything else you want to add to about Bad Bob? Honestly, like I I talked about it so much. Like I I talked over both of you so much <laughs> in that actual um, podcast. It's if anyone's interested, that's that's a great episode. Go listen that's to our Bob, Bad Bob podcast and hear me talk about how great it is. It's right. it's just great. It's just good good fun. Most of it is inside of a game. Fucking Sean Connery, like number <laughs> number one. Sean Connery, number one is in there. Yeah. Be, because why not? Yeah. yeah. No, it's it, it's awesome. I got nothing else to add. You know, just an awesome episode. Everything, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mad Max. Um, Bad so Bob. what was your three, two, and one, Aiden? Uh, three was Aiden? Bad Bob. Second one was yep. Trust No One, and my first was Nalzella. Oh, that is really, my number really. one as well. Really? Oh, that's both of your number ones. Well then, Nalzella is just—I don't know—it's just classic. I, I think. Uh, coming up with this on the fly because I didn't have it down. <laughs> but just the whole hey, that, homage to... That's how we do it every week here. Yeah, yeah what are you talking about? Laser Cone Productions. Basically, I was, we just I was fucking wing it. Jot, jotting stuff down. Um, yeah, basically, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's the Power Rangers. It's the Super Sentai. It's, it's, it's everything. It, it's, all, it's a whole bunch of like, shows rolled into one. Yeah, involving giant robots and 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 awesome costumes. Um, yeah, come on now, come on now, <laughs> Christopher, help me out. <laughs> uh, so I love a a lot of the uh, the pop culture references in the film, like the references to Godzilla, like even right down to the oh. the shot of them, like a bunch of binomes running in front of a very obvious like green screen, screen background. Yeah. Um. Just awesome. uh, obviously the 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 Power Rangers element of it. Like yeah. I I loved Power Rangers growing up, and I still love Power Rangers. Um, uh, the music in the episode is fantastic. Like I I love that that like Megazord theme that they have. Oh, uh, the yeah. comedy is great. Like even like little things, like right down to when they come down through the um the <laughs> the, the, tubes. Tu- the tubes into the like hangar. Like Mike's. they they all get let down gently, and then like, but Mike is just dropped. <laughs> I'd probably from... say that's the funniest episode. Totally, yeah. Like yeah. that almost was my number three, but there's just like a nostalgia with X Files that right bumped that up there. Like yeah. the whole thing from front to end is written so like the reason it took us so long to talk about that episode is because. We didn't want to skip any of the jokes. Yeah, and yeah. every scene is full of jokes. Yeah, right. And like even yeah, and uh, when they're when they're issuing out their their commands to summon their vehicles, uh, like when it gets to Frisket, like yeah, it's just frisket. quite literally like. So It's so silly, uh, and I, I I love it. Yeah. And then like even. Um, as I mentioned on that episode of the podcast, like 
noticing that like hexadecimal was like the the nullzilla the the null monster in that episode moving yeah. around was the result of nullzilla like or not nulls <sighs> sorry um was the result of hexadecimal trying to break free yeah. oh yeah makes sense and, yeah yeah it makes sense <laughs> but like the fact that nullzilla specifically goes to bob's apartment <laughs> yeah i uh, love yeah. this that you brought that up and yeah. uh, like I mentioned it on the show, it was something that never occurred to me. But like we know that Hexadecimal like harbors feelings for Bob and she is in like mega crisis right now. Mm. And so like the creature that's she's not not necessarily in control of, but like is draining energy off of her and is moving around as a result of her like trying to break free. It ends up going to Bob's apartment. Yeah. Or you could say some subconscious part of her scared yeah. it. Well, yeah, there. that's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And if if you guys pro- hadn't mentioned that, I probably well, it, regardless of who who mentioned who brought that up or or not, like I I feel like that's something I definitely didn't notice as a kid. Mm. No, no. But yeah, it's uh, it's my favorite episode of season two. Uh, it's one of my favorite episodes of the series as a whole. Yeah. Thus far anyway. And I I think that's that's our list. Yeah, those are our lists. Um, um Christopher, your three two one was by number three was Andrea. Number two, Bad Bob. Number one, Nullzilla. Nice. Right. Um so Ooh, the beginning of the season kind of the beginning of the season kind of eh right but <laughs> yep. i think everybody yeah. has one episode in particular that is just i i think it's the worst episode of season 1 and 2 oh my gosh one has some yeah, meh ones but yeah at least it's it's the worst of season 2 but on paper it sounds rad right uh, yeah yeah at least I, I think so. I'm like, oh, okay. that's code. It's Codemaster. <laughs> We're talking about Codemaster. Yeah, yeah. High code. High code. Episode uh, two of season two. High code. High code. So if we're if we're giving uh, our our top three episodes special alphanumeric awards, we <laughs> we would have to give a very special. I don't think so. Or yeah, this is bad. Very bad award. Yeah. To high and code, it, it goes to high, high code. It goes to high code. Low code. <laughs> oh, what a um! And again, a... Christopher liked the essay. design of the villain, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the design. I thought it didn't suit no. um, reboot. It it was it was too complicated, too messy. Mm. He didn't look like he's from the show. Yeah. Um, but regardless of if you don't like something, if you do like something or whatever, just the episode's plot and pacing and ju- just everything, it's just, it was bad. It made no Very sense. Bad. The game is bad. The game was horrible. Like, why? Game didn't make any sense? Like, no. he's just supposed to, like, ride a train? I... <laughs> Was to get to the front of the train and driving it. 
I, yeah. yeah, sure. And, I, and, I guess. And, and apparently rip off his bow tie. Yeah. Right. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how bad it is. I remember it. Wow. I'm wow. You it actually apart. remember it more than, than I do. Picking it apart in my sleep. <laughs> But it's keeping, it's, it's keeping the, Siddler up at night, ladies help. and gentlemen. You're like turning in your sleep and you're like, no, uh, the bow tie. The no, weapons, no, Talon, why? no. No, Old Man Pearson! And he wakes up from a cold sweat in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the night and he goes, and that's like oh, my first. Oh, it's not Memphis. real. It's not real. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not real. Okay, like, okay. As as... I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. All, right. All Bob really has to do and then is... He, and then he go, lays down and like rolls over and <laughs> And there's the fucking code master laying in bed with him. <laughs> and then Twilight, it just cuts to black. Twilight I'm, Zone bullshit there. I'm here for you. Yeah. Oh god, that's that my was really good. That, yeah, I know. I was that was I was practicing. That's how that's how bad it was. I remember wow. everything. Turn Never it, forget. Wow. No. Never forget. Yeah, it's like staying. I wish I could, mind. but we can't. And what so, a what a stain on the reboot legacy. We've uh, we've recorded a lot of episodes of um, this show now, and uh, me and Cal, like, mm. uh, along with this show and our other show, Too Much Energon, we've recorded a lot of podcasts at this point. <laughs> and uh, this was the the first time I was actually not enjoying myself and actually <laughs> wanting the recording to end. It, it was yeah. so like, I was so not into the episode that I just really didn't even want to talk about it. Wow. Yeah. That is the, the first and only time that has ever happened in all of the shows that we have recorded. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's that bad. And I wasn't even there for that. I did a, I did cut you're lucky yeah you weren't yeah. even there for it and yet it's still keeping you up at night yeah right oh, man <laughs> if that isn't a testament to how bad that episode is folks i don't know what is gives me nightmares i still see his face is it even oh, a God. face let's move on before <laughs> it's a bug man it's a bug man it's like a, it's anyways like praying mantis yeah <laughs> with a stick uh... Do we have anything comments or announcements to to read out before we wrap this episode up? Yeah, we got a comment on YouTube uh, a couple weeks ago from our favorite listener of season two, Cone Killer Confusor. Oh, uh, this was in reference to an uh, episode from a couple weeks ago, Gigabyte. He says, "Man, that song at the end is a nostalgia bomb." Talking about the "Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego" theme that I snuck in at the end of that that podcast. I think I had sung it at one point. It's all very blurry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, so did I, I. I was mouthing it and then mouthing the song, and then Snidler thought I was singing Hanson for some reason. <laughs> it oh, sounded Lord. like sounded like never. Yeah, really. Did uh, but he I also said songs go. He also says, uh, I love the bit the bit where Hex cackles to Bob about being related to Megabyte, and she slaps his arm like he was supposed to get the quote-unquote joke. Yeah. Yeah, she's special. Yeah, yep. she's... She lives in her own little... She's a card, that one. 
So, uh, thanks, Cone Killer Confusor. Uh, we always love hearing from you. Oh, yeah. And on that note, I think we're running out of time. Uh, where See? can people find us, Cal? Oh, they can find us a bunch of places, eh? <laughs> uh, if you come onto the face and into the book of faces, you can <laughs> find us. Oh, you can find us at Laser Comb Productions. L A Z O R Comb, as in honeycomb. You can come and bug us and uh, post your quotes or tell us how terrible we are. You know, whichever. It's all good. Uh, If you want to find our very professional, very (laughs) thorough, and very retro webpage, you can find us at uh, www.alphanumericpodcast.ca. And finally, if you want us to read your hate slash fan mail live on, well, live on our recording. <laughs> you can email us at alphanumericpod at outlook.com. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we also have a merch store that, oh, that's uh, right. that's that right. I revamped recently. So uh, if you want to buy a t shirt relating to this show or our other show, Too Much Energon, go to tpublic.com slash two t o o dash much dash energon. Uh, don't let the name of don't let the the URL. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> don't start again. Start, start, <laughs> start again. Don't don't let the the URL fool you. That uh, that T Public store is relating to both shows of Laser mm-hmm. Cone Productions. So you can find alphanumeric shirts on there. And we've already sold a couple, which I is mind bending. Was not something I ever actually expected to happen, but it has. So to uh, to whatever listeners out there who have purchased shirts from us, shout out thank to you. you. And thank you. We genuinely appreciate it. Yes. Yes. And here we are, folks. <laughs> Where are we, Cal? That's a good question. <laughs> are we in the Matrix? You know, many would argue, yes. Where are we financially yes, we right are. now? Fi- oh, jeez. Ta- uh, ta- so how are you, how are, how's your Dogecoin doing, Cal? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, D- Dogecoin? <laughs> it's doing as well as my Roblox stocks. <laughs> stonks. Stonks. Better blocks. Yeah. Yeah, l- l- how, how's Dogecoin? Yeah, you haven't asked me that in a while. Uh <laughs> It well, is now, now's the time. How's it doing? A single Dogecoin is worth. This is in U.S. dollars, mind you. Oh shit! Is worth oh, five real and a half cents. Blimey! That's Give right. Give it time. Give it and time. And remember, I bought it at when it was at one fifth of a cent. Profit. Stonks, <laughs> my dude. Making Major money. stonks. You're making money and playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. I, I bought five dollars worth when it was when each of them were one fifth of a cent. <laughs> wow. And now they're worth five and a half cents. I'll let you do the math. <laughs> See folks, he could have bought a foot long at Subway. But instead, 
Yeah. Instead, <laughs> instead he, uh, he invested it. Uh, there's a there's an important life lesson there, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy crypto. Well, I, I've in it, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think this show's about done at this point. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I turned $5 of Dogecoin into over 100 so. So, uh, how many how many $5 footlongs could you buy with that, then? Um, over 20. Shit. That's fair. That's right? A, that's a lot yeah. of footlongs. Yeah, that's a lot that's, of footlongs, That's profit man. right there. That's a lot of feet. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a lot of that's... shoes. It's a lot pure, of cold profit. Cut, pure profit, pure profit combos. <laughs> uh, so special announcement: uh, we won't be we won't be back next week. We are taking a week off, uh, but we will be back uh, two weeks from uh, today. today yeah. Which today is Friday. Fri- the oh God. new episodes of the show go live every Friday. Uh, so we will be back on friday the 26th of march 2021 with the first episode of season three of reboot and holy shit am i excited to get to that i don't remember it so it'll be exciting i am i am already starting to review it and wow i'm uh i'm very excited your body is ready oh yeah your body is ready it's primed is it good? It's, it's G Prime. It's... Oh, it's G Prime. Yeah. Wow, we can't not talk about undergrads <laughs> a single, single episode. <clears throat> yeah. You know what? Mm. No, we didn't bring up this episode. Or last don't episode. Say it. Don't say it. Just let it go. Walk away. Walk away by Be still my all binomes right. of war. All right, all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> just, just walk away. Uh, on that note, I have been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am another host, NeoCal. Uh, and I am your other host, AP Sniddler. And until next time, stay frosty. Well, that's our story from Gladiator Arena, Los Angeles, California. For Larry Zonka, I'm Mike Adamley. See you again next week for more exciting semifinal action.